Welcome to the Share PLM podcast, the show that explores the vast universe of product lifecycle management. The purpose of this podcast is to share our knowledge and that of other experts in the PLM world. Each episode, you will hear fascinating interviews, actionable tips, and strategies that will help you choose, implement, and boost your PLM strategy. Here is your host, Mira Mieni. I'm a senior consultant for Share PLM. In today's episode, I will be talking with Beatrice. She's one of the Share PLM co-founders. Share PLM is a young and energetic company united by a passion for all things digital. Share PLM's team has been in the trenches of product lifecycle management for over 10 years, and they are obsessive about efficient learning and good design. Share PLM's mission is to make the complex world of product lifecycle management a little easier to navigate by taking PLM training to the next level. Share PLM was started by Elena and Beatrice. They met at the age of 18 in Madrid while studying a Master of Aerospace Engineering. Their lives split up when Elena moved to Germany and Beatrice to Mallorca. After a couple of years, Beatrice ended up working for Elena in Frankfurt and their life joined again. From the beginning, they realized what a good team they made. So when Elena decided to start working on her own, six months later, Beatrice joined her and together they started Share PLM. Hi, Bea. Thank you very much for being here today. So could you please introduce yourself briefly to our audience? Hello, Miriam. Yes, sure. So as you were explaining, when Elena presented uh, the project to me, I was really excited about it, but at the same time, I was mm, a bit afraid. I share the same vision that um, she had of sharing PLM. Both of us believe in the importance of a good PLM training, deployment, and support to, to make the PLM strategy successful. But I had my doubts. So when Elena's proposal arrived, I was living in Frankfurt. I had a good job. I was really happy with my teammates. But, however, my husband lived in the north of Germany, in Hamburg, and, of course, I wanted to move with him. So first, what I did, it's, uh, I requested to work from home, but it was uh, denied. And this uh, was the final push that uh, made me decide to join Elena. That's awesome. Could you tell us a bit more about the first time you, meet, you met Elena? <laughs> yes, it was um, our first day at the university, and I was very excited to, to meet the new uh, students and new people and I was talking in the in the corridor next to the classroom um, uh, door with, with a girl another girl, not Elena and uh, she arrived and joined to the conversation my first thought was um, why is she wearing such elegant clothes to, to <laughs> class <laughs> she was wearing a skirt, heels and she was really well made up uh, that made an impact on me because I was um, at that time the opposite. So I, I always wore jeans and casual clothes. But despite our style differences, we became uh, friends and, of course, still uh, are friends today. And that is something I love about the, the uni, that you can uh, meet uh, people that it's apparently different from you, but then you become inseparable. 
So you never know who can change your life as well. Mm. What about you, Miriam? Uh, do you have some kind of uh, past experience that led you here where we are now? <laughs> well, I mean, it's a, it's a bit of a long story, but to make it shorter. So uh, I'm originally from Switzerland. And uh, when I was around 23 or something like that, I moved to New Zealand. It was never really planned to stay there for a long time, but I ended up working in management consulting. And during my time as a management consultant, I started being um, involved in change management project. And most of those change management projects were always related to uh, CRM implementation. So slowly I got a bit into the into this world, into the software world and also into the change management world. And uh, after six years of being in New Zealand, I started to feel a bit... Um, homesick mm -hmm. yeah it took me six it took me six years <laughs> and um yeah i wanted to be just closer to my family uh and by then my mom had uh, moved back to barcelona because she is originally from spain but she lived in switzerland and when she retired she she decided to go back home and i was like well barcelona sounds a bit more fun than geneva so, <laughs> <laughs> so i was like well well wh why not try it and um once i got there i obviously started looking for a job and i came across your plm i was like wow i don't know what plm is but it's all about learning it's all about it's also about software so i guess you know it's not going to be too too different and yeah and then i and then the the rest is the story <laughs> <laughs> well that's very interesting but i have to say that geneva it's a really beautiful city as well so yes 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 <laughs> it's different visiting and living <laughs> yeah that's true, that's true. and um, what do you like most about working for for Sir PLM? wow um so what do i like most well to be honest, the, the, the main thing is is the team. Uh, I think that uh, I'm so blessed to work with such amazing people. We are from all over, all over the world with different backgrounds. And even if we do work remote, there's still such a good team ambience, cohesion. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool to be able to, to work with um, such interesting people. And also what I really like about working with Cheer PLM is the variety of projects and, and also not only project, but what I'm being tasked to do. So, for example, now I'm learning about podcasts. I'm learning about, you know, how yeah. to set up a podcast, how to run a podcast. It's, it's a completely new world to me. But I love that. I love that every time I get to learn something completely different. And, yeah, it's, uh, it's just an amazing place to to grow professionally and personally yeah. so yeah but, oh sorry <laughs> what yeah, were you gonna i totally say? agree with you i love as well mm. doing new things and learning and learning mm. from different people and yeah. Mm. yeah totally but let's shift the focus back to you beatrice <laughs> <laughs> so you made a huge change starting a business with elena do you think it was a good decision Yes, of course. So as as you were saying, I think that um, since then I have the opportunity to work with so many wonderful people to get to know new PLM system, new processes, industries, ways of working. So and that I really appreciate it. It's like the good point, the advantage to not working inside a company, but work for different companies. 
Mm. And I enjoy also helping the, the people to communicate and train the PLM strategies, the concepts and systems. Um, because I think this role that we play is really important. So being uh, the channel between IT departments and, and businesses, business departments. Yeah, and as well, yeah. for me, uh, a key point of working for CRPLM and, and working in a, in, a, in a startup, it's like um, it allows me or us to have a flexible schedule so I can spend more time with my family, with my one-year-old son and enjoy my hobbies. So I love this this flexibility. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Flexibility is so important and we are so blessed to be to be able to have that. So, yeah. yeah. But coming back a bit to the business, why did you decide to found SharePLM and focus on training and e-learning? Yes, yeah, so in my case, let's say that uh, I was working in the PLM team in my previous job. And I love to help people. So doing uh, system support, it's very uh, gratifying. And people really appreciate your help. And you you feel like appreciated. It is true that it requires a lot of time and effort and, and, and also a little bit of psychology. <laughs> but um, that is why I discovered that good training resources are so important because they reduce the, the number of support requests and you can always say to people, okay, go um, go to this uh, e-learning, to this e-course, and if after that you still have doubts, uh, just call me and, and ask me. So I think training resources are, are really good help inside a, inside a company. So. Mm, yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I remember also from from my experience working with CRM, it, it was yeah, it was the same. There was always a, this this gap between the technical department and the the reality of the business, you know. And um, it's important to have measures in place, be it through training, be it through support, to be able to bridge that that gap. So yeah, yeah. Um, so people might be asking. How can we understand PLM system and processes that are developed exclusively for specific business? That is a very good question. So um, <laughs> we usually start working with a strategy session, as you know, and then uh, there we ask a lot of questions. So we first uh, need to understand the PLM big picture and then uh, we go deep to that core process that it's a priority for the company. It can be a department, a process inside a department, or a concrete system, or some some kind of system integration. So that depend, depends on the, the company situations and, and goals of the company. And then uh, if the documentation exists, we can read uh, read it through and extract the the most appropriate learning path for for a new user of course probably we will ask some question and we will need some kind of uh, business contact to guide us through through the the current processes but imagine that the documentation don't exist then what we usually do it's uh, we meet uh, someone from the business and um, 
he or she will, will make some kind of system demo, but following the company processes, saying, okay, for example, uh, I'm a project manager. So first of all, in this company, I create a project and I, pre and I prepare this kind of folders that we need and, uh, and showing the system, but explaining what is the business processes behind. When, with that demo, it's enough for us. It, maybe it's one hour. It depends on the difficulty of the, of the process. And then with that demo, we can start developing the, the training resources. Yeah, no, I, I fully agree. I think at the end of the day, um, having access to that contact person, be it from the business or the PLM team, is a key asset regarding the success of the e-course or the, the training program in general. And I mean, from, from what I've seen, it's not that they have to invest so much time into it. It's not like a, it's not like full-time support, obviously, but it's, it's really just at the beginning of the learning strategy uh, when we are trying to define it, to understand it. And then obviously they will rev uh, revisit the, the course and I mean, review the course and tell us if we are in good track or not. But yeah, with with this kind of help, we we usually can develop a, a very good good e-course that explains the working processes and how they apply it into the system, and mostly, more importantly, the why, which I think that's usually what's uh, lacking in most uh, training material is that we just tell people click there, do that, but we never give them the you know the the why are you doing this, what's behind it, and I think that's fundamental into uh, people getting motivated and behind the the, the PLM uh, initiative. Yes, that's totally true. What you say, Miriam, and also the good thing is that uh, we have a standard project plan. Uh, for the content development. So they will know from the beginning in which stage of the project we will need their help or when they will get the deliverables. And um, we will also plan a weekly uh, short call to update in the advance on the project progress. So everything is... Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yes, well and planned. most importantly, we, we keep to the plan. Huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's also one of the reasons why people choose us, right? Yes. Yes, right, of course. So uh, training materials can be created also internally by the by the PLM, PLM team and they can have their plan and follow their, their timing. Uh, but you never know if if one team that is not really specialized in training will will have some uh, some issues that comes and they leave the training development. Uh, development in one side <laughs> and mm -hmm. it gets for uh, it is forgotten yes, but uh, for example if they decide to 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 do themselves the training uh, the training uh, materials and courses um, they need to think if first they have the time and if it's a priority for them it's uh, if they have a modern uh, e-learning tools or they have experience if the answer is yes, then uh, they can go ahead and create themselves the, the training, the training courses. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. But I mean, from what I've seen, most companies don't necessarily have all these resources. And another thing as well is that people might be asking themselves, why, why us? Like, uh, why share PLM and why not a general e-learning company? Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, um, 
As we have long experience in PLM, both in systems and processes, we are able to understand and map these two goals easily without requesting much uh, support. Uh, from my point of view, to understand PLM uh, requires years of experience, and there are so many different approaches that you never stop learning. So that's the mm. magic of PLM. Uh, if you have if you have all the materials prepared, videos, graphics, system simulations, screenshots, whatever you, you need, you can just send it to an e-learning company and they they will surely uh, do an amazing job. So that's no mm -hmm. problem. But probably you will need to send everything and as well answer so many questions. Yeah, no, I agree. And I also want to add that we not only create the training content, we can also help organize the PLM concept. So identifying the main processes, tools, and also defining a plan to go forward to develop all the necessary content. So yeah, and, and also something that is important is that we can adapt to different role and also present it in a visual and organized way. So, I mean, I yeah. think that uh, we can say that we lead by example because we actually did the same for our internal process. We, we organized it by, we did, we have a training library where we organized it by processes, but also by tools. And so people can just access the information easily and they don't have to scroll hours or go through the internet for ages to find a simple piece of information. Yes, exactly. That's a good, good point. Heather has made a, a great video showing it, so we could share it in the podcast uh, comments if, if people yeah, are interested. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah, at the end of the podcast, uh, I will share with you the, the link where you will be able to find the um, all the show notes as well as all the link we might be sharing. So I will put the video from Heather as well. Perfect. So, yeah. Um, anyway, we can go deeper into more specific uh, PLM training aspects in other episodes as well. But I would like to, to conclude. Um, and Bea, can you tell us, uh, I mean, tell the audience where this podcast idea came from? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so as you know, one of our values is continued learning. And I think every member of the PLM team is learning something new in different ways. So uh, we, we were thinking that this kind of channel, uh, podcast channel, allows us to, to learn by listening and you uh, can uh, do in other physical activities. So um, mm -hmm. I mean, you can be cooking or folding clothes and be listening to podcasts and learning things. So um, I started to get uh, hooked on podcasts when I become a mom last year. So uh, I listen to podcasts every day from different topics mm -hmm. while also walking around or doing house uh, tasks and talking with Elena that uh, she's also a mom. We, we were saying... Uh, why not share about PLM? Why doesn't Miriam with her beautiful voice and her charm <laughs> do it? We didn't, we didn't find any cons and you were looking forward to do it. So uh, we said, uh, let's start it. Let's see. And I'm really glad that it's, uh, people is really interested on the podcast. And I hope that we can share here a lot of, lot of uh, PLM interesting topics and we can 
create a community and help uh, each other. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm very excited with this project as well. So yeah, um, anything else you want to to add, Bea, to to end this episode? No, I think from my side, mm, anything else. So I hope that the people has. Um, uh, better understood what we what we do and who we are and we are why we are launching this podcast. Yes. Well, thank you very much, Bea, for coming. And uh, I'm, you will hear uh, Bea's voice uh, in other episodes where she will be also uh, participating to interviews. So we look forward to to have you back here soon. Thank you, Miriam. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the SharePNM podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to visit shareplm.com slash podcast to join the conversation, access the show notes and links. Head over to your podcast platform to subscribe, rate and leave a review on our podcast. It's very much appreciated. Thank you very much and see you at the next episode.